0: This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by author, writer1138, from r slash erotica. The title of this post is, anything. Sit back and enjoy the story. This is my last chance. I repeated these words over and over as I sat in the office of the last stop on my list. I needed a job. I had to have one. But no one wants to hire an ex-con, even if she did get out on early parole. This was my last opportunity. I'm not leaving until I have a job. Across the desk from me was Mr. Bledsoll. He was currently looking at my resume and chewing on a pen cap. I was beginning to wonder if he knew that I existed. After a long awkward silence, he finally spoke. I'm sorry. I just can't have someone with a record working for me. I don't think my clientele would approve. Even if you do only answer the phone." Thank you for coming in though. He got up and started moving towards the door to see me out. A movie I've witnessed five times already this same morning. I couldn't let this one play out like all the others. It was my last chance. I had to do something. I stood up and my eyes met him before he could get to the door. I hadn't noticed it before, but he was handsome and rugged, older and distinguished. It made what I had to say next even more awkward. Please Mr. Bledsoll, I've tried everywhere. You are my last hope. I've paid for my crimes, but I'll do anything just please give me a chance. I'll even work for free for a day. You don't even have to pay me and if you still don't like me then I'll go and it won't cost you anything. Please. I'll do anything. Mr. Bledsoul could see the desperation in my eyes. He thought pensively for a moment before speaking. Anything you say. A whole day of work free of charge and you would do anything. Do you truly mean that? I swallowed hard. I felt so small and insignificant. I knew exactly what he meant, or at least I thought I did. My hands were shaking. Had I finally hit rock bottom? I don't even remember saying yes. I only remember fumbling with the top button of my blouse like a blushing schoolgirl. No, not right now. Write your address down here for me. I'll have some things sent over for you and I want you here at 8am tomorrow morning. If you really want this job you can show me how much you want it tomorrow. He went back to his desk and sat down and began to work. He never acknowledged my presence after that. I don't know how long I stood there shocked. I finally forced my body to move to his desk, write down my address, and leave his office. I honestly can't remember how I got home. My mind was spinning too fast. Did I really agree to do anything for a job? Did I really start to undress in his office? If he hadn't stopped me, would I have kept going? Those thoughts quickly became uninteresting next to the thought of what tomorrow would hold. Around 7. A package arrived at my door. When I opened it I saw a white button-down shirt, short black skirt, black stockings, thong, and bra, and stiletto heels all in various sizes. There was a note attached that said, One of these should be your size. 8am. Don't be late. The second set I tried on fit a little too perfectly. I was a little angry that he so perfectly picked my size after barely acknowledging my existence earlier. I was also a little impressed, then mad at myself because of it. Of course, the black bra was visible under the thin white blouse. It didn't matter that the outfit was sexy as hell and I looked smoking hot in it. I decided not to like it on principle. Sleep was non-existent. I watched the clock change from 5.59 to 6 a.m. I silenced the alarm before it had a chance to sound. I was so nervous that I was dressed faster than usual. And they're 15 minutes early. 15 minutes is an eternity to wait when you standing on the street outside an office in a white shirt and black bra. I wanted to shrink like Alice into nothingness. Finally, the door opened from the inside. Mr. Bledsoul was there, dashing as ever. I hated that the sight of him sent a twinge deep inside of me. He showed me to my desk and wasted no time. I have an 8-15 conference call. Get the coffee ready and bring it to me. He then went into his office and shut the door. By the time I had the coffee ready he was already on the phone. He casually motioned me over to his desk. I sat his coffee down and turned to leave. He motioned with his hands for me to wait. He then covered the phone with his hand and firmly said, Do not move. I froze in place. He continued his call for a minute or two and then put down his phone, switched it to the speaker, and approached me. As he approached, he held a single finger over his lips reminding me to be silent. Before I knew it he was behind me, and with a quick zip, my skirt fell to my knees. I wanted to cover myself so badly but I didn't. I needed this job and I would do whatever it took to get it. Mr. Bledsoul wasted no time. As soon as my skirt was on the ground he was in front of me unbuttoning my blouse. He then pulled up my bra causing my breasts to drop and then spring to attention. He then sat back down at his desk, drank his coffee, finished his call, and stared at me the entire time. It was humiliating. It was past degrading. I was trembling in fear. So why then was I starting to get wet? When the call was over I was told that I could leave. I fixed my bra and blouse pulled up my skirt, and took the walk of shame out of his office. As I sat down at my desk outside his office I was still trying to sift through all of the emotions I felt. I felt used, taken advantage of, and for some reason so fucking turned on. I didn't get long to ponder these feelings because the intercom on my desk chirped up. Please bring the laptop to your desk and come in here. I have a letter I need to dictate to you. I picked up the laptop and walked back into his office and sat down in the same chair that just a day ago I was standing beside when I had told him that I would do anything for this job. I've already let him stare at my breasts for 30 minutes, I thought. There is no sense stopping now. He let me get seated and open up the laptop before he muttered no, here on my desk. He got up and took the laptop from me and placed it in the center of his desk facing me. There, bend over the desk. I knew my face was red but it didn't matter. I slowly stood, walked over to his desk, and bent over it. He immediately started dictating a letter. I barely had time to find the keys and keep up. The letter he was dictating was long, complicated, and used a lot of Latin words. Maybe a minute had passed by when I felt him lift my skirt up exposing my bare bottom in nothing but a small black thong. I didn't have time to think because he never stopped giving me dictation. Keeping up with his pace became harder when he started to gently caress my bottom with his hands. He was standing directly behind me at that point. His fingers were tracing my bottom. Then he moved to the center and I almost stood straight up when his fingers slid the thong aside and started slowly circling my anus. I've never quite felt a feeling like that and when the tip of his finger went inside me it was more than I could handle. After a minute or two of anal play with the tip of his finger, he finally stopped dictating. Read that back to me please before we continue. His hand was still on my bottom. I took a deep breath and began reading. Mr. Fields, it has come to my attention that you would like, require. I said to require. Not you would like, you would require. His voice was stern and annoyed. Fix it. I'm sorry, right away. I said, you aren't sorry now, but you will be soon. With those words, his hands moved from my bottom to the top of my thong and he quickly pulled it down to my knees. In my whole life. I had never really noticed the sound a belt makes as it is unbuckled and slid out from its loopholes. That sound was seared into my mind that day. Before I could delete the incorrect sentence his belt became acquainted with my bottom seven times. I had never felt the pain that sharp. Never felt a sting quite like that. I cried out in pain and shock. I tried to place my hand on my sore bottom. But the next stroke hit me square on my palm. Do not remove your hands from the keyboard. Fix your mistakes. He was able to spank my trembling bottom 13 more times before I was able to correct one simple sentence. When he stopped I struggled to catch my breath. My bottom was throbbing and tears were rolling down my face. I tried to hide them, but he was hovering over my body watching me. Every typo, every backspace earned harder and faster swats with his belt. By the time the dictation was over my bottom was on fire. Mr. Bledsoul pulled up my panties, lightly patted my covered pussy. And very sternly said, fix that skirt, then go send that email immediately. I'll have more use for you later. When I got back to my desk I couldn't bear to sit down. My bottom was sore and all I wanted to do was curl into a ball and rub it for the rest of the day. I stole into the bathroom for a few seconds to get a look at my sore red bottom. I could still feel the heat without even touching it. There were bright red marks all across my bare ass. I felt like an object, and I hated the fact that I liked it. About 20 minutes later I was called back into Mr. Bledsoe's office. I had no idea what he was about to do to me next. But I secretly wanted more. He stood and spoke in his usual deep commanding tone. It is time for your uniform check. I spent a lot of money so that you could look your best today. I hope you are taking care of my things. Take off my skirt and blouse. It was weird hearing such a dominant man refer to a skirt as his but it made sense. I didn't buy these things. I unzipped his skirt and let it drop to the floor. I then unbuttoned the white blouse and also let it drop. I barely remember seeing his hand move, but I can remember the sound it made as it struck me across my cheek. Once forwards and once backward. Is this how you treat someone else's things? You just casually leave them on the floor, pick those up and fold them neatly. The pain in my cheeks didn't shock me. The fact that he had slapped me in the face didn't even shock me. What shocked me was the fact that I was truly sorry I had treated his clothes so poorly and that I quickly rectified the situation. I folded the clothes up nicely and placed them in a chair. He was standing right in front of me at this point, staring intensely into my eyes. His eyes never left my glance, but I could feel him pulling down my thong. Then we both looked down at the same time. The spanking he had given me hurt so bad that I had no idea how wet the whole situation made me. There, on his beautiful black lace thong was the white evidence that I had been trying to hide from him and from myself. I was enjoying this. Look at the mess you made on my panties, he said. He then reached down and pulled my panties down to my ankles, lifted my foot, and took them off. He stood up and folded the thong neatly so that the mess I made was visible to us both. Open your mouth, he said. I complied but I could already feel my pussy throbbing in anticipation as he placed the black thong into my mouth. He then walked behind me and unhooked the matching black lace bra and removed it. I don't think I can trust you with this bra. I wouldn't want you to ruin it like you did those panties. Fold your hands behind your head and go stand in that corner. He pointed to the left side of the room. Standing in that corner, I was afraid to move and yet I was so turned on. I don't know how long I was standing there. Maybe 5 minutes. Maybe 10. It was enough for the saliva in my mouth to let me taste the part of me I had left on his panties. I could feel my pussy pulsing and throbbing the entire time. It was swelling up and I wanted to touch it so bad, but I desperately didn't want him to see. It was divine. Finally, he spoke, come and put your clothes back on and go back to your desk. I'll be keeping the bra. You place that thing right in the middle of your desk for everyone to see. Having to stare at the stain I had made on that thong the rest of the day was unbearable. I would try not to look at my dried cum on those beautiful panties, but my eye couldn't stay away. And when I would look my pussy would drip all over again. I started to worry that I would end up messing up his skirt the same way I had messed up his panties. I decided to pull my skirt up so my pussy was touching the hard wooden chair I was sitting in. That could be more easily cleaned. My breasts were cold and my nipples were hard and showing through the flimsy white blouse I had been given. It left nothing to the imagination. It was maybe ten minutes later when an older gentleman walked in and walked straight to my desk. To my horror, he looked first at the panties sitting on my desk and then addressed me with his eyes fixed on my nipples protruding through the blouse. It was embarrassing knowing that a much older man was staring at my breasts. Part of me wanted to cover them with my arms, but the other half of me was proud that he got to see. Mr. Fields, here to see Mr. Bledsoll regarding his correspondence. I touched the intercom and informed Mr. Bledsoe of his appointment. Bledsoe's voice boomed through the intercom. Thank you. Please escort Mr. Fields in. As I stood up Mr. Fields' eyes continued to follow my breasts. My heels did not help me keep them from bouncing as I showed the man of at least 65 into Mr. Bledsoe's office. I wanted to get out of there as fast as I could, but Mr. Bledsoe had other plans for me. Where are you going? I did not dismiss you. Mr. Bledsoul was standing in front of his desk and Mr. Fields did not sit down. Come here, said Mr. Bledsoe. I walked as carefully as I could and stood right in front of him. Mr. Bledsoe placed both hands on the buttons of my blouse and ripped his shirt open. Buttons flew everywhere. Put your hands behind your back. Then turn and face Mr. Fields. I did as I was told, but my face was as red as my bottom. There was nothing between the aged man and my hardened nipples now. He reached out and grabbed my right nipple and twisted it as hard as he could. Mr. Bledsoe grabbed my hands and bent me over. My face was right in Mr. Fields' crotch. Mr. Bledsoe pulled up my skirt as Mr. Fields was unzipping his pants. Mr. Fields pulled his dick out of his pants. It was softer and just starting to harden, but growing larger by the second. Without saying a word he pushed his thick cock deep into my mouth. I didn't have time to gag because I could immediately feel my pussy being filled by the girth of Mr. Bledsoe. Be nice to our guest, said Bledsoe. Suck him dry. With that, Mr. Bledsoe started thrusting into my pussy. I immediately wanted to come. I started moving Mr. Field's cock in my mouth with my tongue. The two of them started carrying on a conversation about the email that I had sent earlier in the day. Neither one of them noticed me at all. About two minutes into the conversation Mr. Bledsoe started thrusting his finger into my anus. All my holes were filled. I was a hole for their cocks to rest. I was nothing. I was meaningless, I had succeeded in growing small as Alice had done in Wonderland. I was in my own Wonderland, and I loved every second of it. My pussy grew tight. Mr. Bledsoul must have felt this because the only thing he said to me during the whole exchange was if you want this job you had better not come. It was agony. I started to moan, but Mr. Fields was finally getting bigger inside my mouth and I could barely breathe. I couldn't stand it anymore. My pussy was ready to explode. They must have fucked me for ten agonizing minutes talking about things I didn't even understand. Finally, Mr. Fields said. This all sounds good Mr. Bledsoe. I think I have all I need. Are you sure? Said Mr. Bledsoe. Perfectly, said Fields. Very good then, said Bledsoe. At that moment both of them came inside me. Fields' cock was so far into my mouth that I had no choice but to swallow. Mr. Bledsoe filled me with himself and then removed his cock from my pussy and his finger from my ass. He slapped me on my ass and said, Fix your skirt and show Mr. Fields out. I stood up and fixed my skirt and started to walk towards the door. But again I was stopped. Mr. Fields has had a day. I think you will need to lead him out. I didn't have to ask. I knew exactly what he wanted me to do. I didn't even think about it. I wanted to do this for Mr. Bledsoll. I slowly took Mr. Fields' now shrinking cock in my hand and gently led him to the door. As I sat back down in my chair at my desk Mr. Fields' cum was still dripping down my chin. My skirt was damp with the gift Mr. Bledsoll had given me. My pussy was still throbbing and tight. I wanted to come, but I didn't have permission. To my surprise, Mr. Bledsoe stuck his head out of the door of his office and looked directly at me. That will be all for today. You've been a good girl. Be here at the same time tomorrow. He closed his door and never came back out. I'll have to make sure my alarm is set tonight. I wouldn't dream of being late for work tomorrow.